Hi, we are the Village Zeda, a youth-led podcast that focuses on improving the communities of the people of Zambia for the betterment of our society. You can follow us on Facebook by searching The Village Zedem. We are also on Instagram and Twitter at The Village Zedem. So we're doing things a little bit different this season. We're going to have our usual political episodes, but we're also going to incorporate some cultural episodes where we discuss various topics of cultural interest with different individuals and get their perspective on it. So this is something that we're doing for the first time and it's going to be unique. So we hope that you enjoy it and engage with us on these cultural episodes. I agree with what Sue is saying because, you know, we are starting to be seen as this home of politics in terms of Zambian podcasts, but we want to be the place where politics meets culture because at the end of the day, we are all encompassing when it comes to the issues that affect the people within our country. Thank you for that. And that is something that we do take seriously as the village ZM. So if you do have something that you feel is of importance or you know of somebody who we should get in touch with, please feel free to reach out to us on social media. We are The Village ZM or at The Village ZM. And you can also get to us on our email, which is thevillagezm at outlook.com. Peace. All right. And now back to the episode with you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of The Village ZM. I have... Sui here, and I have uh, Lusungu here, and um, I have our guest. But before um, I get into our guest, Sui, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm fantastic, man. I'm looking forward to this um, episode. Lusungu, how are you doing? Great, thanks. I'm so you're forgetting. I'm actually a listener this time around. I'm not. I'm not really a part of the conversation. It's you and Sui. Yeah, I just wanted to greet you. They should still know that you're here, you know. You know, it gives them confidence, like, knowing that there's people who are listening even before the episode is out. Like, that's how good the episode is going to be, the fact that people are already listening to it. So, <laughs> so I'm I'm going to get into introducing our guest now. Um, today we are going to be speaking to an amazing woman who we are proud to have in our in our presence and also proud to have as someone who represents our country and our continent worldwide. So her name is Chulu Chansa. Yeah. How are you today, uh, Chulu? I'm great. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Are you happy to be here? I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited. I think when I woke up, I was like, yes, I'm going to be having a great conversation today. Yeah, I mean, it feels it feels good to be talking to like another podcaster because you don't really need to tell them like you know what to do or oh how do I come in oh when do I come in and all of that. So yeah, but um yeah, you, you, you have you checked out our podcast before? I have, and I love the topics. There's one in particular that I'm very interested in listening to, which is around education that I just haven't yet had time to listen, but I was like, these topics are very much in line with the, the things that I am passionate about. I'm happy to hear that, actually, because at the end of the day, we, we really try and 
make it as people-centered as possible, which means that we try and focus on the people's interests. I mean, it's not possible to like attend to each and everyone's interests, but we, we try our best. Anyway, enough about us. So let's talk about you. Would you like to tell everyone who Chulu Chansa is and what Chulu Chansa does? Okay, I think for this conversation, uh, my name is Chulu Chansa and I live in Kabwe. I've only been here for the last, wow, the year is going by quickly. For the last six months, I guess. Um, I moved in January and I am a digital content creator. As was mentioned, I have a podcast and basically my brand is called Africana Woman. Um, Under that brand, you've got a podcast, a blog and a community of African women of um, women of African descent. So basically women across the world who are African, were born on the continent, not born on the continent, whatever it is. But we come together to just um, help each other to be the best versions of ourselves. I think a lot of times, you know, there's a, well, in my experience, there's a lot of uh, communities that are out there that are driven by Western coaches or Western programs. But I wanted something that was for African women that really speaks to who we are and, you know, the, the challenges we face, the things that we face in our life. So that's why I decided to create this community. And I mean, aside from that, I am a mother of a 14-year-old boy. And yeah, and I don't take myself too seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's um, great to hear. Did you becoming a mother kind of also like inspire anything you that you do um, relating to Africana woman in any way? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I think one of the things that we are very um, strong about is building generational wealth. And I think a lot of times people don't really think about how, you know, when it comes to the things that you leave as an inheritance for the people coming after you, you know, your children, your grandchildren, and those coming, you know, way after, is that you can also leave generational debt. And I think for me, one of the things that is so important is, you know, being financially stable and, you know, being able to get myself to that level where I am putting my child um, like he can start with a step up. He's not starting from the bottom again. You know what I mean? And I think one of the things that's very necessary is, you know, being comfortable with talking about money. A lot of times in our culture, our society, we don't talk about money. Um, you know, it's something that's almost as if we should be ashamed of it. But uh, for me, if I'm going to get the wealth that I want, I need to be able to talk about money and be comfortable with it. So one of the pillars of Africana woman is, you know, building generational wealth. So that's, yeah, that's, I guess, was inspired by being a mother. Okay. So um, you talked about the pillars. What are the other pillars? Actually, maybe let me take you a step backwards and um, ask you how it started. What uh, generated the idea? And then from there, maybe you can also go into talking about the pillars of uh, African woman. 
So <laughs> it actually started around 2017. I was uh, an, a, a participant of the Yali Southern Africa program. So I went to South Africa for about, I think it was four weeks or so. And I did an entrepreneurship program and I met people from across the continent, which was so amazing. And there were two particular ladies that I um, really connected with. One is from Mozambique, the other is from Zimbabwe, but she lives in um, Kenya. And, you know, when we were wrapping up the program, we said, oh, what can we do that can push the things that we've been learning in this program and then spread it out into the world. So that's when we decided to do a blog. And as life would have it, you know, things came up, uh, different life issues came up and it kind of fizzled away. So now fast forward to about 2020. Well, let me talk about 2019. So in 2019, I was actually going through a very difficult period. I was depressed. I was having anxiety attacks. And basically the root of that is because I wasn't fulfilled in the work that I was doing. And I was very unhappy. On the outside, if you looked at my life, you'd be like, what are you crying about? Like, what's your problem? You know what I mean? So I had a good job. It was paying well. You know, I had a car, a house. My bills, I paid everything. But I was miserable, miserable. And, you know, I'll tell people that, you know what, how can this, this life that we're living just be enough? Like, it's, it's not like I'm not fulfilled right now. And people would just look at me like, you're crazy, sis. Like, <laughs> you need to, you know, just forget about it. You'll be fine. So, you know, I'd forget about it for a bit. And then it would come back again. You know, it would just keep coming back. And finally, it came to a head where I was just depressed, having the anxiety attacks. I mean, I remember a time when I was in a parking lot, I think at Crossroads, and I was just crying hysterically. I couldn't breathe properly um, and I couldn't drive myself because if I got onto the road, I would have an accident because I was just so unstable. And then I remember there was one weekend, it was a long weekend, and I literally just stayed in bed, didn't eat, didn't bath, didn't do anything. And I got to the end of the three days and I said, you know what, I have to do something because enough is enough. If I go on like this, I don't know where I'm going to find myself, quite possibly six feet under, you know. So then I decided to get help. And one of the things that I did was, you know, one, I went for therapy. So I'm very big on um, mental health and, you know, maintaining your mental health because we all have mental health, but it's, you know, is it good or bad? Um, and the other thing that I did is I joined a community and it was actually a mastermind, uh, a year long mastermind. Now, in that mastermind, our coach was like really pushing us to do different things like, oh, you have to do this and you have to, you know, she gave us all these challenges. And so just from the different interactions in there, they, you know, uh, people kept pointing out that I was a good writer. And then they said, oh, you should, you should, you know, start writing. So I, I remembered the blog that we had in 2017. And so I approached the ladies. I said, you know, can I use the name? Like, because the skeleton was already there. The website, 
was already there. Everything was pretty much set up. I said, can I take the name? I want to continue writing. Do you mind? And they said, go ahead. Sure. So I got the blessing and I started with the blog. Now the blog started in April, 2020. And if you guys remember, that was when the whole pandemic thing happened. Everybody was kind of just, you know, put on pause and you're just told, okay, (laughs) you're not doing much. So I was like, okay, fine. Let me do this writing thing. And then again, my coach was like, hey, you people need to start going live on, you know, social media. So I didn't really want to do lives by myself. So I decided that I would start interviewing people um, and women specifically. So I started interviewing women and these conversations were just so phenomenal. But then I, I felt quite sad because they were basically just stuck on my Instagram. And I thought, this is such a shame. I would love for this to be accessible to more people out there. So that's when I decided to convert um, the content, repurpose it into a podcast. And yeah, so that's how the podcast was born. And then basically the community part of it, um, like I mentioned, I'm an entrepreneur. And when COVID hit, I was um, doing wedding cakes. And you can imagine, they said, oh, no functions. You can't, you know, you can't do anything. And basically my business died overnight, like a literal death. You know, my contract, everybody stopped paying. I had a team, couldn't pay them. It it was, it was a shambles, like it was a mess. And just going through that experience alone, I knew that other people were also going through that. Because I mean, at the time, you know, a lot of people were busy going on about, oh, pivot, pivot. But at the end of the day, it's not like I can tell a bride and a groom, oh, go and have a secret wedding so I can supply your wedding cake. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, how far are you going to pivot? But um, yeah, so I, I know that the experience that I went through and being an entrepreneur can be very lonely. You know, if you're working in a company, you you kind of like going through that COVID period, you kind of had people to do it with. But if you're an entrepreneur, you're just sitting alone by yourself. It's kind of very lonely. So that's when I decided to create the community of women that just come together and say, listen, let's just, you know, support each other and help each other. It's a very difficult period that we're going through um, globally. But we can support each other. We can inspire each other to, to do better. And yeah, so basically the Africana woman, uh, I guess the blog, the podcast and the community, those, that's how all three were born. And then, I mean, when you talk about, you know, what are the things that are uh, the pillars of Africana woman, as I mentioned before, this generational wealth, I think generational wealth is one of those things that is is just so key. Um, okay, I won't go into it right now because let me talk about the other things. Um, the other thing that is very important is authenticity. You know, when it comes to authenticity, it's about being confident with being yourself. A lot of times culture tells us that we are supposed to behave in a certain way. We're supposed to do things in a certain way. You know, most of the times you've got this cookie cutter life that's been set up that says, oh, you need to um, finish your high school, go to university. Then you have the, you know, then you get married. 
then you get your um you know your plot then your 2.5 kids and all of that but then what happens if you know something a spanner is thrown into your so-called plan and it doesn't go according to plan like does that mean that you are a failure it doesn't it just means that your path is different and sometimes you're not always going to to go along what everyone thinks is normal you know and i think a lot of times we do a disservice to ourselves because we're not really being authentic to who we know we truly are you know and in the africana woman community we're saying that this is where you can be authentically yourself we're not going to judge you you can just come as is and be yourself um the other thing that is also a pillar is making true impact in people's lives when i was starting africana woman i did a bit of research i went out there looked at different programs that are available i went for events and things like that but i just didn't find the meat you know it's it's like they would tell us oh come for a conference and then you go there and you know for example there was one where they were talking about how to brand yourself and then I think the advice that was given was dress nicely. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you have got to be kidding me. Like, can we give people more content that they can actually use? You know what I mean? Or, there was, you know, people throw out things like, oh, um, you know, monetize your social media, but they don't actually tell you the how. So one of the things that is very important for me is to make sure that we're giving people actual practical tools that they can use whether it's in their businesses, their side hustles, their um whether they are entrepreneurs in in whatever corporate job they have, but we need to give people practical tools, not just be saying, oh, you know, level up, be the boss babe. That's not helpful, you know? And then the final pillar is um it's called know your roots. Grow your purpose. I believe that everybody has a purpose on this earth and one of the things that has really helped me to center who I am is in knowing who I am in a very very deep way, you know? Uh I think a lot of times people don't necessarily um do a lot of self reflection and really understand who they are. What are the things that you really like? What are the things that motivate you? You know, what makes you tick? We kind of just it's almost like we're a bit robotic, but when you really know your roots and even the things in your life that you may not be proud of, they actually taught you something to make you the person that you are today. And sometimes we want to bury those bad things, but you need to get to a place where you accept that, okay, this happened. Uh, I'm not proud of it, but it did happen. And I learned from it, you know? So for me, knowing your roots, then really helps you to grow your purpose. Okay, I can talk. I'm a podcaster. I'm done. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you for that. Yeah, so you have talked about your pillars, but now I want to know more about the different activities you do as Africana woman. Um, I don't know if you have a team or, you know, I don't know how it works, but um, yeah, please talk about some of the activities that you um have done in the past and are currently working on yeah so what when it comes to the the community 
you know, I think it's been very much a, um, you know, you experiment with something, see what works. And then also listening to the community and seeing what it is that they want to have, you know. So one of the things that they requested, the community requested is a book club. So uh, we have a book club. Um, we read a book, one, yeah, one book um, every month. And then we will have a discussion about it at the end of the month. And for me, I really love the book club because the books, it, what I, the part that I appreciate the most is the conversations at the end of the month, because then we really get to dissect um, certain cultural um, aspects and cultural norms and relate it back to our own um, lives. Um, for example, we're reading um, Lomu, The Wife, um, by Dudu, Bubu, Dudu Busani um, Dube. And I mean, if you've read that book, it's it's from South Africa. It's it's just shocking on so many levels. But the conversation that we had was just it was it was almost like therapy, I guess. That's what I can say. <laughs> uh, so we've got the book club that the community requested. We also do uh, pop-up masterclasses. So we have a, a Facebook group, which is called Africana Woman Visionaries. And in there, we house different, uh, we do different pop-up classes. Um, and it'll be a live class, but then the video will be available after the fact. So, you know, if somebody is joining right now, they can go back and watch, you know, the master classes from you know the last year and they've all been so phenomenal. Um, again, the master classes cover so many things from leadership, um, finances, your mental health, your um, you know marketing, so many things. So you know there's that resource as well, um, and that's another activity that we do. Uh, we've also had live events. Uh, but it was a bit tricky because of the whole COVID thing. It's like people were getting tired with, you know, doing things online because when we did start, it was primarily online. They wanted to actually meet and, you know, see people physically. But then when we started doing the physical one, then it was like, oh, COVID again, another wave. And it was like, okay, let's just keep that on hold for now. So that one, um, we started a, a series called Be Your Own Bay. And that one is basically about, um, you know, self-care, self-love, um, doing something where you, you take yourself away from your normal routine and you do something for you. Because especially as women, we're always doing things for other people. We're always caring for other people. And sometimes we forget to do something for ourselves. So that's why it's called Be Your Own Bay. Um, and what other activity? Yeah, so this year we uh, are restructuring and just trying to figure out what else it can look like. So we've got a membership going that's um, going to launch most likely on the 100th episode, uh, which is coming up. And yeah, in that membership, we are basically giving women the opportunity to really have more of more attention from us as coaches. Um, there's a little team, but it's kind of like a more in-person touch to the experience that they would get being in our Facebook group. 
And then we also have, um, Lord, it's gone out of my mind. Oh, we, for example, we have a retreat coming up. That's going to be in Siavonga at the end of July. And again, I think when people hear retreats, I think in Zambia, they get a bit confused because they're thinking, oh, it's a vacation. And it's like, no, it's not a vacation. You're coming to work on yourself. Like, it's going to be real work. So, yeah. So we have the retreat, which is going to be at the end of July. So, yeah, that's some of the things. Okay. Well, that sounds that sounds really, uh, really exciting. I wish I could be going to that retreat, to be honest. Um, but yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot for like sharing your motivation. It's, it's really inspiring to just uh, to hear about what you've done, what you've been doing, especially through like through all the adversity from like the beginning of when you started out with Africana Woman and going through COVID and just just pushing on and, and just making it into this amazing, amazing community that you've built. That's that's really inspiring I, I just want to ask this question before we kind of wrap it up what, what would you say is your long-term vision for africana woman oh that's a good question that's a good question um so on the content that we do create um you know the content being the blog and the podcast one of the things that I'm looking to do is to launch a network. So currently it's just one podcast. So you've got the Africana woman podcast as the anchor, but now we're going to have other podcasts come in and, you know, talk about the things that we as women really want to talk about. I think one of the things that is always so, I find it so frustrating is how, you know, when you look at statistics of, for example, radio or TV, it is actually women that are the highest consumers, right? But when you look at the content that's actually being created, it's, it just doesn't speak to women at all. You know, for example, I get phone calls from DSTV and they'll be telling me, oh, we've opened a new sports channel. And I'm like, but why? <laughs> why are you telling me this? <laughs> you know and i feel that you know there is opportunity and there is space for us to really create content that speaks to the african woman you know that our conversations that we want to have and content that we want to consume and i think it's such a it's such a shame that you know these bigger networks don't really do that in the first place so, um, yeah, so that's one of the things that's coming up, the podcast network. And hopefully we will also get into um, film as well. I think one of the opportunities around, you know, something like a podcast or something like, you know, Beats Film is that it really helps people to navigate what they're going through personally. You know, they are times that we don't even have the vocabulary for the experiences or the feelings that we have, but then to see it dramatized and to see it um, explained where you are given the, the words for what you're actually going through is so empowering. So I think, you know, when it comes to the content creation, that is very, very important and very key. 
Um, and I mean, it is a global community. And for me, one of the things is to that I really would love to see is for us to be able to, you know, really bring together physically the people um, from across the world. So another big goal of mine is to do destination retreats, specifically on the continent, because I'm very um, big on local tourism. And I think, you know, a lot of times when I think in tourism as Africans, we're like, oh, let's go to Europe or the States or Australia or Asia, whatever, you know, and we don't always think about going to our own, you know, backyard, what is in these other African countries. So I would really, really love to do destination retreats in different African countries and just bring together um, our community. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's super interesting. It sounds like you have um, you have big plans for Africana Woman, and I hope I hope that it all comes to fruition because it, it goes without saying. But what what you've done is really amazing, and and I'm sure that it's very inspirational to to everyone who's a part of your community. And on that note, uh, um, how can other women get involved with your community? Like, give us some some info or give our listeners some info on your social media how they can get in touch with you and yeah all the all the info on that please hey okay so i would say the best place to start is going to the website which is africanawoman.com so it's africana with an a at the end and there basically our world will open up I think there's something for everybody there, um, you know, because I have people who are like, I hate reading. So they don't read the blog. They'll listen to the podcast. So they're like, oh, I hate I hate listening to podcasts. So they read the blog only, you know. So there's there's something for everybody, I feel. And, you know, whether you want to join the book club, whether you want to, um, you know, go for a retreat or whatever, all of the information is there. That said, you can also find us on um, social media and the handle is Africana Woman. Um, you can find it on Twitter, on Instagram and on Facebook. And then personally, my playground is Instagram. So you can find me at Chulu by Design. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for that. We're, we're coming to the end of this episode. So I just ask you before you close marks or uh, remarks on this if there's anything that you like if if someone who's listening to this wants to just like skip to the end what's one thing that you want to say to them about you because this episode you're a guest on this episode so what's one thing that you want a person listening for the first time and just decides to skip to the end to know about you and about africana woman you know what? I don't even think it's about me or necessarily Africana woman. I just feel that, you know, in whatever you are doing, don't doubt yourself. I always say to people, dream big. Sometimes we make our dreams small because we're afraid that we won't actually achieve it. But dreaming is free, guys. <laughs> so dream big, dream as big as you want and shock yourself on how far you will actually go. And I think there's so many ideas that are out there in people's 
minds and you know in their books their computers you've written it but you haven't started my darling please start whatever you have you know it doesn't matter you have everything that you need right now to start that thing you know I think I'll give you an example you know if you're out there thinking oh I want to start a podcast but oh my gosh I don't have a mic I don't have this that you know you start making it so big you have a phone. You're listening to this podcast. You have a phone. So use your phone. Start with that. So for me, whatever your dream is, just start. You have everything that you have right now. You have everything that you need right now to start. And then the final thing is evolve. I think sometimes we're afraid of change, but when you evolve and when you change, it means you're growing. So don't be afraid to don't be afraid to try new things, to experiment. Don't be afraid that, you know, maybe you started off with one plan, but then things suddenly change. It's okay as long as you are feeling centered in what you are doing. So dream big, just start and evolve. That's my last words. All right, there you have it. Dream big, just start and um yeah follow your heart be authentic that's i feel like i feel like chulu put it perfectly there and you know with that being said thank you all for listening to this episode as usual you can reach us on our social media at the village zm everywhere and um yeah keep uh, keep streaming keep growing the community keep engaging us with uh conversations and yeah wrap it up there thank you so much and we hope that you hear from us soon that's weird (laughs) we hope to be back with another episode soon alright um yeah I don't know how you're gonna edit that but (laughs) I might have to do a proper intro (laughs) thank you so much Chulu That, that has been amazing I'm so sorry. It's just been like noise the whole time. You know, usually my son is with him when I'm recording, but then he's gone to school. So it's just like a hot mess today. I have to make mm. a plan. Wait, I wanted to ask, like, how do you, how do you normally get in touch with most of your guests? This is off the record. Yeah. Um, so what I do is I have a wish list. Um... You know, so I kind of write down who are the people that interest me, who do I want to um, talk to and interview and things like that. So I have a wish, wish list um, and I just reach out to them, really. Uh, sometimes it's through connections. So, you know, if somebody knows that person, I'll ask for an introduction. Um, but most times I'm just da- jumping into people's DMs and just being like, hey, I've got a podcast. Do you want to come on? And then, um, but then there are other people that are very um, seasoned uh, speakers. So they have a. Thank you so much for listening to us. We are the Village ZM podcast, and we hope to see you again soon. Please keep up to date with our latest content by following us on our social media platforms, which are all at the Village ZM. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.